nobody is resisting and nobody is afraid of change. But everybody is resisting and everybody is afraid of being changed. I don't know where I heard it. I don't know if this is the correct quote, but it really rings true to me. When it comes to change, it all comes down to our attitude to it. What we are expecting to get out of it and do we see it as a limitation or do we see it as a possibility? Does this change feel like an opportunity or does it feel like an obligation? So from an early age on, I realized through observation that different places do something different to people. People change. And I am the child of immigrants that moved their daughter around in different places so that she ended up not having a sense of what it means to know or to say, this is where I'm from. But what this daughter, me, did learn is to know that people change depending on the environment they're in. So first I worked as an interior designer because that is what I studied. You could say I have a certified education in aesthetics and good taste. And as I was living in country number six, I was recommended from one expat to the next. And with all clients, but especially the expat clients, I had different emotional experiences after we were done working together. I should actually say they had different emotional experiences. All of them had a more beautiful home afterwards, but not all of them seemed to be truly happy. Some were over the moon and really loved it. And, you know, you get this enthusiasm and like, you know, hearts in their eyes. And others were more like, matter of fact, "Mm, yeah, yeah, nice, beautiful, looks a lot better. Thank you very much. So with time, I realized, hmm, it's not about the visuals that create the biggest change inside the home. It's about the positive impact that that change has on their lives. And whilst working as an interior designer, I used to say, still do, still say that, you'll only love your home as much as you love the life that is happening within. And yeah, I started asking other, deeper, more intimate questions. It's about who you get to be when you're home. And my happiest clients were those that got to be someone different inside their home than who they were outside of the home. I have made the experience that it's not about making the home more cohesive with your personality, but making your home where you can give your personality more diversity. Whether a table is round or square, whether it's made from wood or from marble, is really not that important. And so I stopped caring about these details. I chose to get additional education and become a cultural adaptation coach for expats. Because every expat that made the leap to move to a different country out of their own free will, they saw the change 
the move ahead as an opportunity. They got to be and they got to live a different facet to who they were in their home country. And all those, quote unquote, forced to move abroad, they were fearing. They were fearing the obligations that would come with this move. They had to face becoming somebody else than who they used to be back home. And they felt limited in their expression and their experience of self. So my job as a cultural adaptation coach does not consist of telling you how the locals are and how to deal with them. My job is to help you see your change as an opportunity when you struggle and only see the limitations. And by that, I mean all the ways you don't get to contribute and be a positive part in your own and in other people's lives. And the more I work with individuals, the more I realize that so many are on the brink of burnout, on the brink of having to drop out of life as they know and as they love it, because stress and exhaustion have crept up on them. That change was and is involuntary. So some things, actually a lot of things, are happening too often too intensely and are too much to handle. And then some other things, well, actually a lot of other things are happening way too little. And that does not just concern expats, but everyone dealing with their version of a complex life. So I like the idea of work-life balance. It sounds harmonious, but it means something different to different people. Most often, though, we think of this balance as an equilibrium between two sides. And <laughs> that's, um, yeah, it's simply not a realistic picture to have and to keep in mind. When changes happen, whether they are forced on us or coming from within ourselves, whether they are happening suddenly or creeping up like burnout does, well, then there can't be harmony or equilibrium because by definition, it's movement. And physics tells us that once an object is in motion, it takes massive amounts to force a stop on it. And um, yeah, that force we usually don't have in a complex life. It becomes unmanageable. So I like to think of work-life balance in a different sense. I'd like to exchange the English noun balance with the French verb balancer, which means to swing. A swing is meant to be in motion and go from the one end to the other. It's not stress, but actually the whole fun of it. But if you're scared of swinging, it's all worth nothing. Unless you learn to be in control of the intensity with which you swing. So this is where I and season four of this podcast have landed. I'm here to help you gain work-life control. And with all these changes happening, not just in my business, but also in my life, I've moved from Switzerland to Sweden to country number seven. And I started also to study what has always fascinated me and been a part of my work, and that is psychology. Personally, I see myself as a designer, and design is the art of making existing things better. And I intend to continue doing that. 
So I opted for positive psychology. I'm most drawn to positive psychology because it's not about healing what is broken, but about maximizing what is already good and lift it up to great. That's, yeah, totally my design alley. I also like the idea of positive interventions, designing and following through with changes that leave you feeling better and long-term healthier and happier and more satisfied. Changes that give more back than what their effort costs you. Changes that are regenerative. So what started as an interior design business called a home worth having has now evolved into a business helping individuals and organizations define what regenerative and what self-leadership mean to them and answering tough question, what is belonging and truly worth having so that we can all come home to ourselves happy, healthy, and satisfied. And what you can expect from this next season is that we'll be looking at designing belonging, not just when impacted by stress and maybe even dooming burnout, but also what it means to add and design a life for passion and better relationships, because those are definitely, most definitely worth having. And then maybe, maybe, who knows, we might be even looking into passionate relationships. <laughs> well, see, that one I can't promise. Anyways, what I'm sure of is that we can't just look at work-life balance or work-life control from one side. We have to swing from private to professional and from personal to organizational because that balance just like belonging, is something different to different people. So since I always like to give you something hands-on in each episode for you to take home, take this. I recently watched a TED Talk by Maya Schenker, a psychologist, that I will link to this episode. And in that video, you see her talk on why change is so scary and how to unlock its potential. In the end, Every change requires us to work, to put effort in. Whether we perceive it as good or bad, as easy or hard, depends on our perspective. Is this change a limitation to who I am and how I know to be me and be a positive contribution to those around me? Or is it an opportunity for me to discover more about me and my life and my people, and how I can contribute better. So Maya offers three questions to ask yourself when you are scared of change. But I'd argue, totally in the spirit of positive psychology and savoring our excitement of what lies ahead, that we should also ask these questions when already looking forward to this change. Question number one. How might or how will this change change me? Question number two. How might or will this change change what I value? And question number three. How might or will this change change how I define myself? 
Well, <laughs> you'll most likely come up with positive as well as negative scenarios. But it is on you to make a choice what you will focus on and what reality you want to step into. Will it be one of limitation and grief or will it be one of potential and growth? Knowing from my own life and all my clients' experiences, there will be struggle in both. But you can learn to control how high and how intensely you'll swing. And you can learn to enjoy the entire movement. And with this said, in my next episode, I'd like to introduce you to a theory of mine where I claim that all burnout is actually identity related. So I hope you stay tuned. And to give you a little teaser, <laughs> here is my new intro to the podcast that has lost the, a home and is now just worth having. Enjoy. And hear you soon again. Au revoir, Cynic. Salut and welcome to Worth Having, the podcast where we explore belonging and the question, how do I want to come home to myself? I'm Nick, and each episode will explore how to avoid becoming a burnout cliche and instead take yourself from good to great. Burnout doesn't have to be your reality. By connecting emotional intelligence with positive psychology, we can uncover untapped potential, create better opportunities, and answer the tough question, what's truly worth having in life? Join me, and together we're going to figure out how to take back work-life control. Because as a designer, I craft strategies for regenerative leadership, and I simplify the conversation around self-leadership and self-efficacy. Because to belong means no one has to do this alone. And with that said, you're always welcome here because you do belong. Thanks for joining me on this adventure. Let's get started.